Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, my podcast. I'll ask you now to please subscribe to my podcast. If you do not subscribe, I need you to subscribe. I'll tell you why. The more subscribers I have, the better chance I have of actually getting an advertiser. I would like to get paid for doing my podcast. That's the point of doing it. I don't just do it for fun. I want to make money doing it at some point. And the metric that is very important is people subscribing. You don't have to subscribe to multiple, um, uh, on multiple platforms. Just pick a platform, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and subscribe to my podcast. We do this podcast five, it's, it's done five days a week at night, 6.30. While I do the podcast, I'm TikTok Live and I'm Facebook Live. So you can join us if you want to join the conversation And you can join us live while we do it Sunday through Thursday. There, we're done with that. Subscribe to my podcast if you don't. Go to anthonypaziali.com. You can get it done. Or you just go to your podcast, your favorite place you get your podcast. Put in spazzing out. S-P-A-Z apostrophe N-O-U-T. It's backwards behind me. Maybe someday I'll have it right. I don't know. Yeah, bro, I do look different. So the people on my live feed are saying you look a little bit different. I'm rocking a mustache. Let me tell you about the stash. Typically, I rock a mustache starting August 1st, and I usually rock it right through September in honor of my father. My father, Stan, Stan Paziali, he had a mustache. and a, I mean, dude, the mustache was ridiculous. He had a ridiculously thick mustache. So every year, my father passed away in September, a long time ago, seven years ago now, I think. So every year I grow a mustache in honor of my dad. But I was thinking about it and I wanted to do something um, in honor of the police. And I, 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 I mean, it, boom, it clicked. I was like, oh, I, I should do a police stash. So to, to support, to back the blue, to support local, federal, state law enforcement, I'm rocking a law enforcement mustache. It's a police stash. And this is to show that I back the blue, that I back these guys and I support you and everything that you guys do, we're there for you. We care about you and that's it. So you should, you know what? I support the blue and you should too. Rock a mustache if you want to, if you got a beard, shave that thing up, crank out the mustache for the month, for the rest of this month for, what is it, July 1st right now? I don't even know if it's July 1st. Maybe it is July 1st. I don't know. For the entire month of July, rock a stash. Back the blue, rock a stash. Uh, uh, what should we call it? Police stash. Someone come up with a better name. I'm gonna call it police stash. Maybe we should call it the Magnum. But that doesn't. It needs to have police in it. It's gotta say police. You should dye it blue. Maybe I will dye it blue. I'll see if my wife will do this. Not a bad idea. Now I might do it. Now while we're talking about police officers, a while back, maybe like a month ago, I started talking about doing a barbecue or a, a cookout for cops. I still want to do it. Unfortunately, the cookout for cops is getting pushed out dramatically. May happen at the end of the summer. I cannot get into the details as to why it's it, it got pushed out. Now, I mean, I could, I, which is something I like to do in this program. I would love to say what, what happened, but I can't because I've been asked by the troopers to, to not say anything about it, and I'm going to respect them as to why it can't happen. And hold on, i got to fix my... my uh, my feed. So 
I apologize, guys. That's kind of getting put on hold. What I think we're going to do, or what I think at least I'm going to do, is uh, I'll pick a day, and if you guys want to do the same thing and join me with this, I'm going to do a pizza party for police. Plain and simple, I'm going to pick a police barracks, and I'm going to send them pizza. I'll pick a day, and we can all do it together, uh, maybe a week or something from now, and we all just decide that today is pizza party for police, and we send each send four pizza... Yeah, cheese, bro. Cheese. Let's, let's not get into a fight here. It's cheese. If I find out that you sent something other than cheese, I'm going to be pissed. But whatever, it's your pizza. We, we'll pick a day, and at lunch, all of us will send four cheese pizzas. I'm thinking that's enough because probably not everybody's in the barracks. We'll send four cheese pizzas to a barracks. Meaning this. Hold on, I just dropped something. This is what I mean. I am going to send four cheese pizzas to either the state police department or to the Revere Police Department. I'll pay for it. I cover the cost. You pick a police department. You cover the cost. You send the pizza to your police department. Pizza party for police because the cook-off of cops is getting pushed off because of reasons I can't talk about. Maybe we could talk about it at the end of the summer when when the air is clear and we can actually do the cookout. But we'll come up with a day. and We'll just say, hey, F it. This is the day, and we're going to send some pies. We're going to send some pizzas to the police to show them that we care about them. I'm going to send mine anonymously. I'm just going to send it. I don't need the props. I don't need the pat in the back. I, I, I don't care. Plain and simple, I just want the guys to know someone supports them and someone cares about them, and I'm going to send them pizza from a local business to give the local business support. That's what I'll do. And Papa Gino's, bro, it's a local business, even though it's actually it's a local franchise. Whole company. Things bomb. So... We'll pick a day. Maybe we can have this discussion offline in the chat room that we have set up for a cookout for cops. We'll just pick a, a day to do it, and we all do it at noon. You know, and, and you know, who knows? If, if, if like 10 of us do it, it'd be great. If we get that many people to do it, it'd be awesome. I just want to support the blue. I back the blue. That's what this mustache is about. Back in the blue. It's the police stash, and I'm rocking it for the whole month of, of uh, July for them, and then after that, I'm going to be rocking it for my dad, but right now, the stash is out early, back to blue, police stash, guys, thank you so much for your service, I really appreciate it, uh, I, don't, I don't know what day, oh, you already got it, okay, next next thing, here's what we have, uh, that, that we already covered the mustache, okay, a couple of things I want to get to, $600 a week is going bye-bye, bye, we need to get to that, Beavis and Butthead, Coming back. For those millennials that don't know what Beavis and Butthead is, we'll talk about that. I'll enlighten you as to what a great cartoon it was for a generation of dudes that love to rock. Egg salad. We're going to talk about egg salad. Renters. I had a, a terrible encounter with scumbag renters today. We're going to talk about that. The only way to dry yourself off after taking a summer shower... We'll talk about it. Don't mess with my stuff. Spilt milk. I got spilt milk, dude. Don't mess. Please do not mess with my stuff. We talked about the mustache. I'm going to talk about what happened, what's going on in Seattle. Chop that, uh, I, I don't know, the Capitol Hill organized protest zone is going bye-bye. It's getting chopped. We'll talk about that. Then, according to a new study, men 35 plus do not like to be called... Baby, 
or handsome, but in snowflake flakes or, or snowflakes in the news, 35 and under, you guys like it. Of course you do. We'll talk about that. All right. Why don't we start off with uh, something easy, simple, Beavis and Butthead, because we'll keep it brief. Uh, I used to watch Beavis and Butthead in the 90s. It was a cartoon on MTV of two dudes that just reminded me of myself. Yep, you know, Farts are funny. Picking your nose is funny. Cornholy. Oh, I am bungholio. Keep me for your bunghole. Whatever. I don't do impressions. But it was a great show that also was wrapped around two dudes that were headbanging dudes. Good music. Great cartoon. It's getting revamped. Hopefully the, the reboot will still be rocking, you know, a rock and roll type reboot. Let's hope it doesn't get like, you know, some some uh, hip hop ass. Not that I don't, I do like hip hop. So, but it just wouldn't make sense for this cartoon. You should YouTube Beavis and Butthead if you're, if you're not familiar with them. And I think that you guys are really like it. It was a great, I mean, it really was a great cartoon. I used to watch Beavis and Butthead and the Simpsons all the time. Just, I, I couldn't wait for Beavis and Butthead to come on. Um, all right, bouncing on that. Why don't we get AC here? We'll get it to, we'll get, you know what? Spilt milk. F this shit. I want to talk about spilt milk. All right. Again, I'll listen, I, I need to say this from the top. I feel like when I'm talking about stories that involve African Americans, I have to start it by saying I'm not a racist. When I'm talking about stories about my wife, I feel like I have to start it with I love my wife. I care about my wife. She means the world to me. But every woman does things that upset dudes. They just do. I'm sure I do a lot of things that upset my wife. But one of my biggest pet peeves is when you mess with my stuff. I don't like my stuff being messed with. I I can't stand it. A week ago, my stuff got messed with and a check went missing. I couldn't find a check for $250. Boom, it's gone. I don't know if it ever got cashed. I asked the guy. I, I reached out to him and said, hey... Can you, can you cancel this check? I can't find it. And I still think the culprits are the people that touch my stuff. Don't clean up my stuff. I have a little cubby. Don't touch it. I get home from work today. I got home a little bit early. Not a lot. I got home. It was like 530. I'm like, great. I'm going to have time to do and prepare for my podcast. But no, I walked through the door and underneath where my TV is, my TV is on an old bureau. It's like an antique bureau, but it's a night makes for a good TV stand. Underneath it, I have three cubbies that have my clothes in them, but I have them set up specifically for my system. I have a system, bro. It's simple. I, I come into the house through the basement because I have dirty clothes on. I'm working in trash all day. So after I come in the basement, I derobe. I take my shirt off. I take my pants off. I want well, my boots, pants. Boom. I get down to my underwear. I go upstairs. Then I go into the shower. When I get out of the shower, I know where my underwear is. I have three drawers. I have three bins. One bin, underwear. One bin, depending on the season. It's shorts season right now. Shorts. Next bin, t-shirts. If I'm going to wear a t-shirt. I mostly don't. I only have a t-shirt on now because we're doing a podcast. But it drives me bonkers. So, of course... I don't know where my underwear is now. I don't know where my shorts are now. I don't know where my t-shirts are. Kaylee says they're in the closet. Bro, I don't know what's in the closet. I don't want to think about where the closet is. All I want to know, I walk upstairs, stick my hand in the bin one, underwear. Bin two, uh, bin two, shorts, done. Don't mess my stuff. And then she gets mad. She gets all upset because I've been cleaning the house and I just want the house to look good. And I'm like, yeah, th- this house is big. 
clean anywhere else but my space. Don't touch my stuff. I don't want my stuff touched. Now I don't know where it is. And I have like enough underwear to never have to wash underwear for 365 days. I buy underwear in bulk. I, I, I want a fresh pair of undies every single day. Fresh, 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 fresh. I love nothing like a fresh pair of undies taken out of, I mean, literally, it's one of the only things I buy or I ask for it. Father's Day, underwear. Christmas, underwear. You want to buy me something? Underwear. I love underwear. Get me underwear. Please, please buy me underwear or five-hour energy. Those are expensive. I hate buying them, but I love them. Razors, too. Buy me razors. I like razors. I like razors. I like underwears. Um, and I like five-hour energy. And if you want to buy me t-shirts, I like uh, large t-shirt. You know, buy them in the bag where you get like five live, large t-shirts, but I like the ones that feel good. You know, not the hard ones. You know what I'm talking about. I'll show you guys someday. Anyways, just don't touch my stuff. It messes up my whole system. Now I can't find my stuff. I don't want to have to think. I just want to boom, underwear, boom, shorts, boom, t-shirt, done. Don't move my flip-flops. Well, that's another one that, that pisses me off. Wherever I leave my flip-flops when I leave for work, I want them to be in the same exact spot they were when I left so that I can come home. I know where they are. I don't want to have to think about this stuff. But of course, she gets mad. She's upset. She's been cleaning all day. She went straight up. As I said yesterday, went, went straight up, uh, uh, you know, head elf on me. Hermie wants to be a dentist. Uh, just all over me immediately. Hey, did you hear that? Hermie doesn't want to make toys. I got no problem. I'll make toys. Just don't touch my shit. Don't touch my stuff. I'll make the toys because I'll know where the toys are. Because you didn't touch my stuff. So she's mad because I'm mad. But don't I have a right? Don't I have a right to be upset? Like, how, how can I not be upset? Like, how can I not say something? Am I supposed to just go, oh, place looks great. Good job. Because it does look good. She does such a good job. She really does. She does. I appreciate it. But I don't want my stuff to be touched. Just don't touch it. Please, for the love of God. I'm begging. I'm, I'm like on my hands and knees. Just don't touch my stuff. I have one drawer in the bathroom. Don't touch my stuff. I've got a cubby when you walk through the door. Don't touch my stuff. I got three cubbies underneath my TV stand. Don't touch my stuff. Please. Drives me nuts. So, of course... That makes that that takes it to the next step, right? So let's talk about egg salad. So we go from I'm upset, all right. I am upset that my stuff has been touched, but my wife has nice been nice enough to make me dinner. She made me egg salad. Okay, I apologize for getting upset. I'm a pretty big man. I know when I I get I get mad. I I'm I'm quick to be poof, ah. I apologize. Said sorry. I'll figure out my underwear situation. I'll create a new system somewhere else and it won't be a problem. Moving on from that, she's like, I made you egg salad and I'm excited. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, love egg salad. I'm all about egg salad. Bomb. All about it. All about it. Right? You guys know how I like my egg salad. There's only one way to eat egg salad. Eggs and mayonnaise. Eggs and mayonnaise. Nothing else. No onions, no peppers, no celery, no lettuce. No, I don't like salt and pepper. I don't want anything. Don't add a thing to my egg salad. Everyone knows it. So I look at my egg salad and I immediately notice that there's something in there that I don't want in there. Now what am I to do? I haven't even talked to her about it yet. 
because I don't even know what to do. I'm so, I, 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 we're already fighting because I got, because my bins got touched. So I'm like, great, great. Now I can't say anything about my egg salad. Now I have to just, I'm going to have to eat it. And I'm not even going to want to eat it because it's got something other in it than just eggs and mayonnaise. Honestly, what do I do? I, I'm, my head's going to explode. I'm probably going to say something after the podcast. I'm probably going to bring it up. I'll bring it up nicely. I'll say, hey, you know, thanks for the egg salad. Uh, what, what's in it? What is this? I honestly, guys, I, I think it's celery. It's like, what, what, what's in it? Celery? I'm like, oh, yeah. Celery. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, I love celery, right? I'm going to say it just like that. Like, I love celery, right? I love that stuff, right? And she's going to know instantly. She's going to be like, no, no, no. He don't like it. He, he fucking hates. He hates celery. He hates it. He hates it. She's going to know right away. She's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I'm going to be like, yeah, oh, because I love that stuff. I eat it all the time. I love it. Yeah, that's a bad. I mean, that's like making me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with fucking grape jelly. I literally, I'll slap it out of your hand. But get, it's like a grape jelly? Absolutely not. So, if you're going to make me egg salad, this is how I like it. I like eggs, hot boiled eggs, and mayonnaise. Hot boiled eggs. And mayonnaise on white bread. Very simple. Eggs, bring them to a boil, and when they're done, crack the shell, chop them up, put mayonnaise in them, mix them up, put them on white bread. Done. Simple. Easy. But I can't get upset. Don't you hate that about people? You can't be... If somebody did something for you, you can't be upset about it. That's how, that's one of the things I can't stand. So if someone's done something for you, and they believe it's nice and kind, but you don't like what they've done, you're you're upset, you're like, yeah, you know, I, I don't like pepperoni pizza. I bought you pizza. Oh, yeah, you bought me pizza. I open it up, it's pepperoni. I don't like pepperoni pizza. So, oh, but I bought it for you, I'm trying to be nice. No, I've cleaned the house. It looks great. House looks great, but why'd you touch my stuff? You guys know what I'm talking about. You all know what I'm talking about. Every single one of you know what I'm talking about. When someone has done something for you and you have to act like you care, drives me nuts because I, I want the right just to be like, no, no, I don't care. Oh, you, you did that all day. You took all day doing that? Great. You wasted your whole entire day. Your whole day has been wasted because I don't like that shit. I don't like it. I don't care. It's like someone bought me a coffee. Oh, I got you a coffee. I don't drink coffee. Thanks, but I don't drink coffee. Sorry. Oh, so you're not going to drink it? No. Just because you bought it doesn't mean I'm going to drink it. I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. Thank you for the for the sentiment. I thought it was very nice of you to get me a coffee, but I don't drink. Everybody drinks coffee. No, not everybody drinks coffee. I don't. Sorry. I don't. It's like the bum who you, who washes your windshield, and you're like, bud, don't touch my windshield. The dude's like, oh, I'm just trying to... Bo, don't touch it. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. I hate it. You have to act grateful. You have to be, oh, oh, thank you so much for getting me something I don't want. I am really appreciative that you got me something I don't want. Thank you for making me dinner the way I didn't want it made. That's it. It's like when they wash, like if somebody else washes the dishes in this house, I'm the only one that can wash the dishes. I'm like, oh, great. You, I, I literally, 
other people wash the dishes, and I'm like, hey, did you wash the dishes? It looks like you just put them in the cabinet. That's just me. I'm very particular about the way I like things done. I'm very difficult to work for. I really am. I'm a pain in the ass to work for. And you'd hate me. If you worked for me, you'd hate me. I, things need to be done a specific way. Truck needs to be stacked a specific... Everything needs to be done the way I want it done. And if it isn't, I, I, I'm going to be a grump, dude. You're going to hear about it. I, that's just how it is. I want that because the way I do it is better. That's why. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. The way I do things, the way I want things, they're better. They just are. Period. That's how it is. And if you don't like it, then you can do it in your business. You can do it at your house with your egg salad, with your pizza, not with mine. Man. You gotta act all nice. Always. Always gotta act nice. Always, man. It's 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 a really pisses me off. Alright, moving on. Egg salad. Straight up eggs, mayonnaise. Please don't offend me. If if you got, don't make me egg salad. I'll just make it myself. Honestly, you, you won't be able to do it. That that's a wait. That's another thing you guys should know. When I tell you I got it and I'll do it myself, what that really means is I think you're an idiot and you can't do it the way I want it. Let's be clear on that. When you say I'll do that or you'll do something for me, and I nicely say no, it's okay. I got it. I'll handle it. That's me saying. I don't trust your ass. You can't do it how I want to do it. If I let you do it, you'll mess it up. You're a mutant. Plain and simple. That's it. There's no two ways about it. If I want something done, I'm going to do it myself. And I will not delegate it to you. Because I know when I delegate it to you, you will most certainly F it up. Or not do it the way I want it done. So I will just do it myself. I got this. No problem. So... When that happens, when you ask me, you're like, oh, hey, Spaz, let, let, I got this, right? You, you're like, I'm trying to do something. I'm going to be I'm gonna, like, no, 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 no. No, it's all right, buddy. I'll be nice about it. No, no, it's okay. I'll do it. I got it. Don't even worry about it. In my head, I'm like, dude, stop being a douchebag. You don't got it. You'll totally F this up. Beat it. Take a hike. You won't do things the way I want them done. That's it, right? Gary knows. Gary Layton knows, my neighbor. So... On from that, let's get to the AC. All right, so eight, I know you guys do this. Okay, this is something I do during the summer, and I know every single one of you guys do it. And it's the only way to dry yourself off in the summertime after you take a shower. If you want to see what I'm talking about, go to my TikTok or my Facebook or my Twitter or my Instagram. I posted a video of me AC drying off after I took a shower. It's the best. There is no way to dry yourself off after taking a shower in the summer than, than AC drying. You either, you sit like real close to it if you have a floor AC. If you have a window AC, close the windows a little bit. Not the windows, the windows should be shut, dude. If you have your windows open while the AC's running, you're a douchebag. Curtains, close them up real tight. Open up your towel, sit back, bend over. It's the best dry. It, it really is. Honestly, the best dry is the hand dry. I wish I had one of those in my house, but the best dry, check out the video. AC dry is awesome. The cold air blowing on you, you just sit there. I like doing it like, uh, literally, I usually, I'll do it in the bedroom. I'll just lay down, ass, uh, lay down butt naked, throw the legs up, let the AC hit me from all areas. Oh, dude, it's so relaxing. And I know you all do it. 
every single yeah db alert 150 percent if you have the windows open uh it, while the ac's running but i know you guys all do it every single one of you do it every man in america ac dries if you have an ac if you have central air fine i get it you're, you're great high five you got central air great good for you i don't have central air i have acs and when it's summertime and i take a shower 100 percent after the shower I'm, pu- I'm opening up the towel right in front of an ac and it's gonna blow me not, 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 I mean it like that. It's going to blow. It's going to dry. It's going to dry. I'm not humping the AC. It's going to dry. I don't even know why I think that's so funny. It's going to dry me off. You get nice and dry. You have to try it. If you haven't tried it, you should try it. That's my suggestion. My suggestion to you is to AC dry after you take a shower. And report back to me tomorrow. When we do the podcast tomorrow, I'd like to know how you guys feel about the AC dry. It's the only way to do it. I'm telling you. It's the best. It feels great. And you get completely dry and you're completely cooled off. It's awesome. Try it out. It's it's Americana at its best. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Out of that. All right. We got through the spilt milk. We got through the stash. I guess let's, renters was another thing that happened to me today. Briefly, we'll talk about renters. It is my belief that more than half of people, because not everybody that rents is a douchebag, but more than half of people that rent an apartment or a house or rent just rent to live are mutants. These people are absolute mutants and don't care about the property. They don't care about the space they live in. They treat it like crap. They're savages, man. They rip these places apart. They're absolute savages. They don't care about the property and they don't give an F about the property owner. And you would say, well, what makes you say that? Oh, I'm a good guy. I rent and I I mow the lawn and I take care of the place. I own a junk removal company as well as a real estate investment company. I work for a lot of property management companies. These people are absolute animals, animals. The houses that I go into are torn. Literally, I'll get called to do a house turnover. Forget it. It's like, it looks like someone brought the dump to their house instead of me taking their stuff to the dump. The walls are ripped. Like, literally, they kick in every single wall. The bathrooms are disgusting. Oh, bags of crap everywhere. I mean, literally, people will poop in a bag and leave it. It's, it's nasty. Here everywhere, floors ripped up, floors mocked up, rugs look like they were set on fire, couches that look like they were set on fire. These people live like animals. And then they get pissed when you're trying to kick them out. You're trying to boot them out of your property that you worked your butt off for. And you go in there on the monthly or the yearly check just to make sure place looks good. It's a nightmare. It really looks like someone just absolutely decimated your property. I did a job today in Lowell for a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want the tenants to, I don't want it to get back to him. But I did a job in Lowell and the, you have to go to my Instagram or, or my Facebook, any one of my social medias. Okay. It's at SpazWAF or on TikTok. It's at Anthony Paz. Check out the photo. Check out the photo of the stuff I pulled out of this place. Just disgusting and if you think the stuff looked bad you should have seen the inside of the apartment what they did to this place was it was uh, it was unhuman it looked like something like a murder it looked like a crime scene like somebody got murdered in there 
absolute no respect, but yet the government and the state, especially Massachusetts, does everything they can to keep these people in your house. They don't when they're not paying rent and they don't care and they're playing the, oh, screw the landlord. He's trying to take my money. No, bro. You live in my apartment. You're supposed to pay rent to live here and you're not getting your security check back because you tore the place apart. You broke the windows, you put holes in the wall, you burnt the rug or you ripped the rug up, or your dog pissed all over my hardwood floors. Oh, and by the way, you're not even supposed to have a dog in my apartment, but you did, and the place smells like crap. Thank you. I really appreciate it for blowing up the stove and the microwave and for cracking the toilet that now leaks. Thanks a lot. But hey, you know what? F it. Live here a little bit longer. No big deal. Let the government keep you slobs in my house. No biggie. I'll just call Anthony Paziali. He'll come and trash you guys out, which will cost me like two grand. No, no worries. I'm just trying to make a little money here. No big deal. Stay as long as you want. Here, here's a bat. Why don't you smash a couple windows? It's disgusting. You should be able to kick someone out of your property without, with no problem. If they don't pay rent, they must go. If they violate your property, they must go. There shouldn't be any gray area here. There should be no sympathy. I feel bad for the kids. If the kids are living in these apartments, well, first off, if the kids are living in these apartments that have been torn up like that, God, I hope that the DFS or whatever they're called, DSS snatches those kids out of there and sends them to a home that's nice and clean. Second of all, it sucks if you have kids. It does. Nobody wants to put the kids out, not even the landlord. But if you're not paying, you got to go. Not my problem. Your rats are not my problem. I don't care. Sorry, bounce, get out, leave. I'm not going to suffer. You're not going to make my kids suffer so that your kids don't suffer. I don't care about your kids. I care about my kids. And you're not paying rent so your kid can go sleep in a tent at Shed Park in Lowell because my kid needs to eat. And I worked my butt off to get this place so that I could rent it. Thank you. Bye. Get out and go rip somebody else's apartment. Drives me nuts. It's just unfair. It's a double standard that that people can move in to your uh, apartment. They can tear it up, rip it up, do whatever they want, not pay rent. And then they get to stay there as long as they want. The government's like, nah, nah, they don't have to move. And you show them photos like, look, look what they did to my place. Yeah, it's too bad. You probably got the money. You probably got the money. You got the money. You, you look, look, oh, you're white and you're rich. You're racist and, and you have the money and you have a mustache. Oh, God. Look at him. He's rich. I, and I'm not, guys, by no means. I'm poor as they come. Uh, look, oh, look at him. He's bald with a mustache. He's definitely a racist and wants to put children out on the street. And now he looks like a pedophile. Ah, it's just unfair. Now, I guess I should look on it on the bright side. It creates business for me. I, I mean, I get to do cleanouts for these apartments. I should be happy. I say, hey, great. Why don't you guys put in some more scumbags so I can clean out more houses? But I actually feel bad. I feel awful for the business owner. I feel terrible for the for the for the landlord when I call the guy up and I'm like, man, this this place looks like a bomb went off. I'm like, you're gonna have a lot of work after we clean this out. I feel awful. And then I can't stand dealing with the people you're kicking, you're you're taking the people's stuff, and they're like guys like, oh, I, I wanna keep that couch. What? Bro. This couch looks like someone just, like, literally, you should see the couch the guy wanted. One of the couches in my photo, the guy wanted to keep it. I was like, bud, you can't keep this. You'll die. This thing is like hazmat. We should burn it right here. Can't stand it.
Cannot. All right, how much time we got left here? We're to get to some other stuff. I love bitching about everything that happens in my life because it happens to you guys too. I know you guys dry with an AC. Don't act like you don't. I know you do. I know you guys know what I'm talking about with crappy renters, especially if you had a rental property and especially if you're a good tenant, but you live in a place with where there are crappy tenants. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know you guys don't want your stuff touched and I know you support the police. So when we talk about stuff that's going on in my life, it's like I'm talking about you because you guys are dealing with the same crap. Um, all right, well, since we're talking about money and scumbag people, and most likely these people are lazy people, um, Gary Layton just said a funny thing about my brother Stan. So, for the lazy, here's I got terrible news. Here, let, let's dun dun dun! Terrible news, not for me, but for 20 million lazy ass Americans. You're going to lose your extra $600 a week in about four weeks. At the, I believe it happens at the end of this month. The extension is over July 31st. Gonzo, bye. You will no longer be getting the government-fed $600 a week. So that now, when if you were on real unemployment, let's just say you were making... Let's say you went on unemployment, you were getting, you'd normally get $700. Bucks. Well, the government was kicking in an extra $600, so you got... 1300 and that's going bye-bye, and people are upset. People are begging uh, Congress, both the House and the Senate, to come up with a plan to extend it to the end of the year. They can't live. Here's what's being said. Can you believe that the government, I, this is just going to burn me, can you believe that the government are going are gonna to take money away from 20 million people can you imagine what's going to happen to them? How are they going to pay their bills? How are they going to make ends meet? How will their kids eat? Literally, this is what the liberals are saying. I, they're literally saying that these people can't live without their $600. What were they doing before the $600 came? I'm curious. How were they getting by then? How were you guys getting by without that money? And now they're going to take it away from you and you didn't save it. And you didn't use it for what you should have used it for. You went out and you bought a flat screen TV or something stupid like that. Instead of paying your bills and buying food or maybe paying rent. Nope. You didn't do that. You blew it like it was extra income. Like it was never going to stop. And now you need it. Now you're stuck with it. So I got a simple solution for the lazy asses of America. Lazy asses. For those people, even the ones that are on forced unemployment. Yep, this is for you too. I know you can't work because your business isn't open. Tough crap. Tough crap. This help me out society. This help me please. This woe is me. This pity me. This feel bad for me society doesn't work with me. It doesn't cut it. I work for a living. I worked the whole pandemic. I didn't go on unemployment. And anytime I need money, I get up my off my ass and I go out and I work. And other these people say, well, my employer isn't back at work. Well, there's other ways to make money. There is other ways to make money. As a matter of fact, now that you've got so much time on your hands, you could come up with the way, hold on. You could come up with another way to make money. Find a way to get a side hustle. Find a way to make up that $600 a week, which by the way, you didn't have before the pandemic. It was a new thing that you took advantage of and you felt good because you were making more money. 90% of you were making more money than what you were making at your actual job. 
So some of you guys were pissed that you actually had to go back to work. Now some of you guys are just pissed because you're not going to get that extra money. I'll be clear on this. I'm never going to be okay with you getting, with you making money off of my ass. Ever, ever, ever. I'll never be good with it. Ever, ever, ever. 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 I'll say I'm never going to be okay with it. Ever. I work hard. There are hardworking Americans. I have no tolerance for lazy people. None. I can't stand lazy asses. I hate people that are time sucks and people that are lazy. If you're lazy, beat it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want your excuses. There are no excuses, bro. When I'm at work and I look at the bro, I was cutting down a tree today with a fucking butter knife. There was a damn branch in my way. I had nothing to cut it. I started cutting it with a butter knife so I could get it deep enough and I pulled the thing down. There are no excuses here. None. Zero. The only thing, there is either, honestly, like Yoda said, there is either do or don't do. Period. There's no in between. There's no bitching. If you spent half the time, if you took the time, all that time that you spent sitting there, what was, oh, my poor life. Oh, I can't get a job. Oh, I can't. If you spent half that time actually working on something and building something, you wouldn't need the government's help. You'd have plenty of money. You'd have a bounty of money. You'd be as wealthy as shit. But no, you guys are going to go and you're going to beg Congress to give you guys the money. And they're going to. That's the sad thing. I know for sure by the end of this month, Congress will bend over and they will give you guys more money. They'll give you the money all the way until January. They'll pay you guys out. They need your vote. Lacey Pelosi, they need your vote. Joe Biden, they need your vote. They're going to give you that loot. I hope to God Donald Trump and the Republican-backed Senate steps up and says, Whoa, America, you're supposed to be adults. Whoa, you're supposed to work. We don't take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. I'm not your dad. That's what I'm, I'm dying. I would love it if a president came out and said, Excuse me. I'm not your father, but if I was, if I were your dad, I'd tell you to get a job. And then if you said to me, but, and I would go, no buts. I don't want to hear any buts. I would love it. Oh man, it'd be the greatest thing if a, if a president ever, for, I hope before I die, a president comes out get, and his speech is just plain and simple. I'd like to notify the American people that I'm not your father. Don't come, to, don't come to me for money. Don't come to me when you're having a problem. Figure it out yourself. Be an adult. Figure it out. You'll figure it out. Get a job. Deal with your personal issues. I'm not here to take care of that for you. What am I here for? I'm here for to protect you militarily. I'm here for, to, for law and order. To make sure that there is fairness. To make sure that people are equal. That's what I'm here for. I don't need to get in your personal life. You deal with that crap. I don't have to give you money to support you. You deal with that. Get a job. And if you don't like your job, listen close. Listen to this. This is a crazy one. This is like unbelievable. I'm going to tell you guys something mind-blowing. If you don't like your job and you're not happy and you don't make enough money, this is crazy. You're going to blow your mind. Get another job. Find another job. Oh, but there aren't any jobs. No, there are just no jobs that you want to do. Here, I'll give you guys an example of something, okay? Uh, here's, here's an example. I, I've been thinking lately that 
I, I would like my podcast to be on Barstool. I think that my podcast would be a perfect fit. I actually think I'm a perfect fit for Barstool. That's my kind of content. I like what Dave Portnoy has created, and I like the content that they created. Now, I can't just reach out to Dave and be like, hey, Dave, I, I'd, like to be on, I'd like to be part of Barstool. I'd like to work and create content for your company. I think I'd be really good. I think it would help out my podcast, get notoriety real fast, and I think my podcast would do great. But how do I get in touch with Dave Portnoy? How do I do it? Oh, I can't get in touch with him. He'd never listen to my podcast. He'd, oh, that's what people do. And I was thinking about it just today. And all I said to Kaylee, she was like, well, what will you do to get the guy's attention? I said, you know what? If I really want to get it, if it's something I really want to do, it's simple. It really is. I just do my podcast out in front of his house five days a week until the dude fucking comes out and talks to me. Literally. I go to his house. I sit there. I do my podcast. 6.30. Boom. Facebook Live. Say, hey, I'm out in front of Dave Portnoy's house and I'm going to do my show here every single day until Dave walks by and I'm going to talk to the guy. And then I'm going to get his ear and I'm going to tell him about my show. And I'll tell you what. I bet you he'd hire me. I bet you he'd put my shit on his fucking on stool in a heartbeat. But that's what people don't want to do the hard stuff. They don't want to do the hard work. They don't want any of that. Lazy, bro. Lazy. Sick and tired of lazy America. Look in the mirror. Take a long look in the mirror. Long look. Look at yourself and say, I'm a bum. Because I just sit back and let the government give me 600 bucks a week. And I don't want to get off it. Because I'm a bum. Literally, I want you to do that. Look at yourself long and hard and say, I'm not a man. I take the handout from the government. I am a bum. I'm a bum. Plain and simple. I don't want to work for my money. I want everybody else to work and I want the handout. That's what I see. That's when I see people bitching and moaning about wanting more money from the government. I see you giving me the finger and saying, hey, have a, have a long, hard work day today because I'm going to sit back and collect my 600 I don't like you. I got nothing in common with you. Beat it. I watched a wrestling video the other day. It's on my, I put it on my Facebook. Now this kid will. This kid will, right? Born with cerebral palsy. He can't walk. Barely walk. I mean, barely. He can't even hold his own weight. His right arm isn't strong enough to carry anything. Can't really speak well at all either. Decides he wants to wrestle. Wrestles. Four years in high school. This kid wrestled for four years. Wrestling is one of the toughest things I've ever done in my entire life. It shaped my life. It taught me sportsmanship, persistence, dedication, hard work. It taught me, dude, it taught me how to lose. And then it taught me how to better myself after I lose. It taught me how to handle losing And then learn how to build on the loss so that you can win next time. It taught me to be a man. It taught me that I can persevere. And most of all, it taught me mental toughness. It taught me mental toughness. It taught me that you will break. You will. And I won't. It taught me in my head that if I push you hard enough, you're going to break. And it's just a matter of time. I'm going to push you and push you and you're going to snap. And you're going to break and then I'm going to win. Because there's a point that you can't do it anymore. There's a point where the, when that knife is in your arm that you can't handle the pain anymore. And not me because I'm going to sit there like it didn't even affect me. 
Nothing. Nothing. That's what wrestling taught me. Mental toughness above all. Hard work above all. Laziness begets laziness. Hard work wins every single time. This kid, this kid lost a hundred points. He got stuck, pinned every match. I mean, they, they, they were pinning him. The kid had cerebral palsy. Has it. They were sticking him, planting him. The kid got back up, went out there every single time. By his senior year, he lost over 100 matches. His last or second to last match, his second to last match, his senior year, he pulls out a victory. Somehow, way, and legit. Not like they let him win. It was legit. Watch the video. The kid was like wrestling his balls off and the other kid was trying everything he could not to lose. He didn't want to be the kid that lost to the you know, to the mutant, for lack of a better word. He didn't want to be the kid that is known that I, you know, it's like losing to a girl. I don't want to be known as the, the guy who lost to the kid with cerebral palsy. So he was fighting. I mean, this kid was fighting not to lose. And Will won. It's out, It's the, one of the most moving things I've ever watched in my entire life. He lost a hundred times. He didn't give up. He persevered. He had mental toughness. Still has mental toughness. And he got the victory that he wanted. That's what that's that's what people lack. That's what people lack. Honestly, today I I, I now have work tomorrow, but I didn't. So uh, I'm coming home today, and I'm like, I don't have any work tomorrow. I gotta find a way to make money. I gotta find a way to make a thousand dollars, and that's all I could think of. Cause I cause I make it happen. Anytime I don't have work, I create it. I find it. I'm I'm sniffing money out, dude. I look to work. I don't look not to work. I want to work. When you say there's no work, I'm like, bro, there's work. I want to make money. But as luck would have it, I have a house clean out in Canton tomorrow, so I got plenty of work. I'll be working all day in Canton tomorrow, and I'm super pumped about it. Friday was looking like a slow day too. Not anymore, because now we're booked. I love it. I love to work. I love to make money. I love to work hard. I hate when people sit back and when people are lazy and when they think that the government owes them $600 and they forget where the money's coming from. Thank you is what you should say to me. When you see me, you should thank me. That's what I want. I, I want to thank you. If you're getting that 600 I want to thank you. Because believe me, bro, I pay taxes. I pay enough in taxes and I ain't getting no damn stimulus check. So I make I, I make enough money not to get stimulus and to pay taxes. So I want a big ass thank you when you see me. Come by me and just go. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I want. Thank you. <sighs> As you can tell, I'm upset about it. Listen, I, I want people. Let's clear that up. I want people to be taken care of. Like, I, I don't want you to be out on the street. It sucks what happened. The pandemic was, was crazy. But I found a way not, not, not to go on unemployment. I found a way to work. And I found a way to make money. Because I, I'm that guy. I get it. Not everybody is that person. I, I understand it. And I understand that it's, that it's tough because <clears throat> schools are shut down. And so you got to be home with your kids. And you got to try to make ends meet. And it was nice. I get it. It was nice that the government helped out, but it's got to stop. It's got to come. You got to realize that, that you hit the lottery. You did. Especially the people who are making more money now than they were before. Some of you guys aren't, and I'm sorry for that. I know it sucks. But when, when, when things suck, you got to work hard to get through it. 
When things suck, you can't put your hand out. You put your hand out to me, I'm going to slap it away and tell you to get after it. I Literally. I had a proud moment the other day. My son, Narium, we were driving. Uh, well, first off, Narium, he, he pays for a lot of his stuff himself. This is the truth. It just is. If he has money, he'll buy his own pizza. He'll buy his own fast food. Plain and simple, he'll buy his own video games. Now, of course, he'll ask me for stuff. He will, but I, but I won't give it to him. I don't want to. I want him to work hard for what he's got. But if he's got money, thanks, King Fam. If he's got money, he'll pay for it. But I understand that things are tough. But there's always a way through it. 100%. You can find a way to better yourself. You could find a way. It takes hard work, though. It's just not going to happen. And the money can't keep coming from the government. They don't have it. The government doesn't have it. And the only people that are really going to get taxed are the middle class people. You could say tax the rich, but that never works. You're going to tax the rich. You're going to tax the hell out of them. They're just going to raise the cost of living. So you're still paying the tax. Plain and simple. you got to find a job. If you don't like your job, find a better job. It can be done. I don't want to hear that it can't be done. I work all day long and I want a better job now. I want to do a podcast and I come home and I do my podcast. It can be done. You got to just believe in yourself. You got to look in the mirror and just say, am I a man? Am I a man? Am I a man? Or am I a handout? Am I a man or a handout? Look long and hard in that mirror. Am I a man or am I a handout? Now, if you're going to take that handout and you're using it for a short period of time so that you can become a man, all right, you know what? That's probably why they created handouts so that people can get back on their feet, not to make them generational, not so that your dad was on it, you're on it, and your kids are on it. It's there to help you in a short period of time and not to stay long term. I know it sucks getting that money taken away from you. I get it. I hate when I lose money. I hate when my business does bad and I don't make enough money. Pisses me off. But you got to work hard. You got to find a way. And nothing about circumstance. I don't want to hear about circumstance. I dealt with circumstance. My mom was a druggie and an alcoholic. I dealt with that. My parents got divorced just like your parents. My dad was as stern as they come. I dealt with it. I know what it's like to have struggle. I was poor. Plain and simple. Still am. Still working hard. Circumstance doesn't matter. It's what you think. Right up here. Mental toughness. That's all that matters. You can work hard. You don't need the government's money. You don't need their 600. Go go make it. Go make it. I'll show you how to make it. I'll go make it. I'll go make it tomorrow. I'll go make it that, you know what? Uh, the next day that the next day I don't have work, I'm, I'll, I'll start at 5 in the morning and I'll start doing Facebook feeds and I'll say, hey, it's 5 in the morning and I don't have any work and I bet you by the end of the day I'll make 600 bucks. I guarantee it. I won't go home until I do it. I will not go home. My family probably be happy about that. How are we doing on time? I think I sucked up all the time. I did. I sucked up all the time bitching about that. There were a couple of things that I wanted to get to. We'll get to it tomorrow. On tomorrow's podcast, we're going to discuss, we'll do snowflakes in the news. Uh, apparently, there's a new study that men 35 plus do not want to be called um, baby, handsome, honey, and 35 under do want to be called that. And I'll talk to you guys about why that's a problem. Also, we'll cover what's going on in Seattle and um, what happens when the police when there is no police presence and what happens to a city to wrap it up. Thank you guys for, for listening to my podcast, subscribe to my podcast. I need you to, to subscribe. I'm asking you 
subscribe to my podcast. But if you don't like it, you don't have to. It's okay. No big deal. Thank you for watching me on my live stream, which I do on TikTok and Facebook, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 6.30. If you could take one thing away from this podcast, it's that AC drying after you take a shower is the best. And I'm just kidding. Egg salad without anything in it, but, but eggs and mayonnaise, only way to roll. But the honest truth is this. Find a way to be self-reliant. It's the most important thing you can do in your life. Figure out how to do stuff by yourself without any help. And only ask for help when you absolutely need it. Absolutely. It's okay to ask for help. It is. But only ask for help when you need it, when you truly need it. And do things the right way every time. The hard way is always the right way. The easy way is never, ever, ever going to be the right way. It's the scratch ticket way. You're never going to win the big one on the scratch ticket, ever. You're just not going to. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the time. And you have to work hard. That's it. You don't need the government's $600. You don't. You can work hard and you can make that money. You can live a great, prosperous life off of hard work and hard work alone. And that's it. All right. I'm going to scoop. I'm out. AC dry it, bro. Get that done. Mustache. Mustache. We back the blue. I back the blue. This is the police stash for the boys in blue. Thank you to our local federal, for our local state and federal law enforcement. Everything you guys do, protecting us and keeping America safe on a daily basis. Guys, I love you. Everybody who listens to my show loves you guys. That's why we're rocking stashes. We back the blue. Police stash. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.